Alright, hello there, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Pod Ultra Podcast. I think that's what we decided to go with, uh, unless you have something better, because I only had two things that I came up with. Yep, Pod Ultra seems good to me. Yes, and if you couldn't tell by that title... Uh, this is a My Hero Academia podcast where we live read it, give our thoughts, and generally, and generally just, you know, talk about My Hero, I guess. Uh, so, uh, for a read-along podcast, you would assume that we'd start at the beginning. No, we're not doing that. We've been doing our own little read-through. I am on chapter 256 myself, but uh, my fr- uh, but my friend here, who I've been reading it with, uh, he, we, together, are at chapter 193. So, if you want to read along together at home, uh, pull up your manga volume or whatever website you use, and go to chapter 193 of My Hero Academia. Uh, I'm your host, Penn, and he and uh, my and the other host here is. Uh, I'm Dead Horse. Although yes. you can call me whatever you like, honestly. Yes, Mr. Horse. Indeed. And so, uh, chapter 193. It's a very interesting place to start because this is the beginning of a flashback sequence that is something that you would have been wanting for a long time, ever since the sports festival, in fact, uh, when it was first revealed that the memories of past one-for-all users are held within here. Maybe one day uh, we'll go back and read from the beginning to one, to chapter 192, but for now, we're just going to go ahead. We do voices. It, it, it doesn't matter. They're bad. Yeah, just... I mean, it's, yeah, it's two people voicing an entire cast. Yeah, uh, it's, you're not going to, we're not fucking Justin Roiland here. Yeah. We're not professionals. Uh, so, I do Izuku, and this chapter starts off with Izuku fully covered in black except for the top of his head and his eyes and his right hand. And so he's thinking to himself, I can't talk. Everything below my nose is missing, but I can move my right hand. I can't move from this spot. I don't even have legs. There's two people behind All Might, but they're too far away to see clearly. And what we see is a little spirit of All Might from the past and some shadowy figures. The first person cultivates the power, then passes it on to the next next person. That person does the same, and throughout that cycle, the voice is seeking salvation and the voices of heroism weave together. The crystallization of power. Basically, it's just, that's just recapping what one for all does seven people eight including me the successors of one for all i'm the ninth ninth so where's the missing one what a terrible thing to say 
And here I am, trying to compromise. Isn't there even a tiny bit of open-mindedness in your so-called righteousness? And here we see a, a bit, a little bit of all for one, the main antagonist. Well, mm, I guess, main antagonist, I guess, of the series. Yeah, one of. Uh, he, he's, this is a, the past version of him, so he's not a disgusting, shriveled grape. He's not a piece of beef jerky, yes. This voice, there's no way I'd ever forget it. It's all for one, a younger, an elder brother. So this person is... And as we see, the, uh, brother of all for one who we will call one for all, speaks to his brother. The first. The world has fallen to chaos. <clears throat> Superpowers should not be used to fulfill your own selfish desires. You are not thinking of anyone but yourself. I could say the exact same of you. They're not aware of my presence at all. Is this a recreation of the past? Is it a dream? After all. Come here. This man's jaw is transforming. It's slowly being replaced with fangs, it seems. He's rather shy, but he's a kind soul who never fails to look after his aging parents. Even so, he is oppressed by society. He's treated like a monster, or as if he has some contagious disease and has been separated from his parents. And, yeah, just imagine a man with an alligator jaw, basically. This man does not have a superpower, and apparently he was attacked one evening by a gang of superpower wielders on his way home from work. Not only was the stun gun he relied on ineffective, but he was rendered completely unable to move by one of the assailant's tentacle-like hair. No, don't. Don't do it. Once you, once you do, there's no turning back. do it and we see all for one using his power which as we know can steal quirks and transfer them and he puts his hands on both of these people's heads and takes the quirk away from one of them and gives it to the other except it's manifested somewhat differently on the other person as it's more like an arm of just it's just kind of spikes coming out of his arm From now on, if I'm ever in trouble, you'll help me, won't you? Of course. Ah, Dad, Mom, thank you. Thank you so much. So, uh, said what I'm presuming to be the one who had the quirk beforehand. I'll never forget what you've done for me. What world do you speak of, brother? What do you see? I see people, but I put my power to use for their sake. Going from you, that's nothing but, soft, but sophistry. Just now what you really did was create two more servants to do your bidding. I need people who owe me a debt. That way I know they'll come through when needed. But by denying me, you also deny them of their happiness. I have the power to restore order to this world which has lost its humanity. 
That said, which one of us is so desperate to force their ego on society here? Recall taking advantage of people's vulnerabilities to bring order. You've completely lost count of how many people you've toyed with, used, and thrown away, haven't you? And we see a little, not a little, but a person with a mask on come and pin all for one's brother. Whoa there. Be gentle now, he's quite frail. I've got a bodyguard now. I've become famous after all. I won't forgive anyone who insults him, said the bodyguard. Ah, uh, you poor thing. How pitiful it is to be born without a superpower. Without power, one cannot even assert their, assert their ideals. Even so, I still love you, my pathetic younger brother. You're my only family, after all. And we see a city start to manifest around Izuku. And in that city is chaos. Just people fighting each other in the streets with their quirks. One day, the norm of humanity suddenly crumbled away. In that chaotic age, there was one figure who unified people faster than anyone else. And as All for One steps onto the scene, I will offer a choice to the powerless, and sinners will be forgiven. I will grant that which you wish for. You need only follow me. And everyone stops fighting each other and makes way for All for One. Now we're moved to a scene of All for One coming into what seems to be a locked room with his brother in it. And I do have to say, his brother does look incredibly like Shigaraki. Really shocking. The, I will with say. The long, scraggly hair. He's yeah. very emaciated. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's, you know. Just the Maybe type of person just... he likes being around. Right. Reminds him of his brother. Ah, you're still not eating. You poor thing, you've gotten so thin. I refuse to be manipulated by you. Isn't it about time you gave up? I've united people who wielded their powers for petty crimes in my faction. But there was one group that declined my offer. They refused to accept order. They were a very dangerous existence. So, they were killed. Cut to explode, exploding building. But don't get me wrong. I didn't give any orders. My many friends and followers simply translated my thoughts, my desire to bring order into actions. I was happy beyond words. I simply think it, and everyone takes action on my behalf. It's the stuff of dreams. It's just like the world of that comic we read together on that day, way back when. You only read up to Volume 3, but there's still more to the story. That world, controlled by the Demon King. Hero of Justice never gave up the struggle and fought through all the pain. And he saved everyone. You know, little brother, what? I mean, did you know, brother, villains always lose when all is said and done. Fantasy has become reality, he says as he grabs his brother. 
also throughout this, we don't really, really see, like, we get more of a picture of what All for One actually looks like, but we still don't, like, see his eyes or anything, and neither for his brother. And in reality, things don't go like they do in stories. And now, I'll rewrite the reality, because you're so dear to me. Oh, wait. And now I'll rewrite the reality in which you refuse to yield to me, because you're you're so dear to me. Stop it. I found a superpower that even someone fearless... No, I think that... That's not him, one yeah. Is. yeah. That I found a superpower that even someone frail and starving like you can handle. Now join me. And... I believe this is... Where the beginning of One for All began. Though the... Though... I assume All for One didn't really understand the extent of his power if he's trying to get it back now. Or maybe he, the pl or maybe because it needs to be passed on to become p more powerful, he needed to let it simmer. Perhaps. And I do like the dichotomy between All Might and All for One, because with All Might, it's very, it's very much, he has the same type of charisma and loyalty of fans that people have. What. Um, shown most mostly through the hero killer Stain, who treats anyone who isn't All Might to be a pretend hero and goes to kill them. Uh, what is that would make someone like All for One happy, but All Might just uh, wouldn't want that, and you know, obviously opposes that. Of course. Eh. And so, he gives him the power, and the blackness disperses, and someone is speaking to Deku. So I believe, yeah. The it's not something that can directly interact or intervene with you, nor can you do so with them. Which is what he's being reminded of, what All Might told him at the sports festival when he first saw the past users. He's talking to me? I wanted to show you a little more of this. Seems that you can only manage about 20% right now. This is nothing like what All Might told me. We've long since passed the point of singularity. But don't worry. He grabs Deku's hand. You are not alone. And a thump happens over and over in the dorms, and Aoyama is uh woken up. He is and disturbed from his dreams of cheese. Yes, Mr. Cheese Man looks uh I'm not sure how to describe that. Very agitated. <laughs> yeah, that does look very agitated. So he decides to go over and and be like, "Hey, fucko, stop making noise." 
Hey, Midoriya! What do you think? What do you think you're doing? Making so much noise in the middle of the night. And you left the door wide open. And we see Deku's room completely destroyed. Okay. Even. And oh. he's just kind of staring at his arm. And thus ends chapter 193. Uh. None of the comments here are good, so we shall move on. To chapter 194, where Deku's just kind of running along. Also, My Hero Academia the Movie 2 is in theaters now and getting rave reviews at the time of this chapter coming out. Oh, in, the end, okay. <laughs> in the end, I wasn't able to go back to sleep after that. You still haven't stockpiled any cheese yet? I guess you didn't have enough. That might be so. Sorry to wake you. I don't think Deku cares about the cheese, but to be fair, it might help him, you know, Ooh. gain power, because cheese is mystical. The most powerful least... item in the universe. At least according to Aoyama. Yes. <laughs> Even though it was a dream, I remember it as clear as day. At the moment when our hands touched, the dream ended, with my predecessors all looking at me. And we see a few people here. We see the first wielder, uh, all for one's brother. Then we see... Nana Shimura, I believe her name had been revealed previously, uh, the All Might's master, this guy who's bald and has a square jaw, this other guy that just looks edgy, this other guy who also looks edgy, and All Might, yeah, all looking at Deku. And so, we go back to UA. So you saw one. All Might and Deku. So you saw one. A memory from the first generation. Yeah. Yes, even memories of All for One. The traces of One for All. When you were young, you saw them too, didn't you, All Might? Yeah. After that, my master... Tell me about the existence of the traces from previous generations. I know what you're talking about because I saw it too. I watched up until the point at which he received it, and after that the first predecessor started talking to me. He said that I'm only uh, that I'm still only at 20% or thereabouts, and something about a point of singularity. At the sports festival you told me that it didn't have a will of its own, but I didn't think that was true. I never experienced it myself. That too was taught to me by my master. As far as I know, it's a phenomenon that only you have awakened. However, that was no dream. They were remnants. Remnants? See, that quirk has surely accumulated many things. I want to do that. I'd like to do this. I want to be like that. I want to be like this. Before the use of power, there must always come a will. 
Oh wait, this is. Oh wait, this was. Shimura talking to Toshinori. Uh, I'll be I'll be Shimura, <laughs> and I'll just continue from where you left off. The will of those who cultivated this quirk. Uh, it's a flashback. If if you couldn't tell the fact that I was talking about a dead person talking. The will of those who cultivated this quirk are remembered as part of its power. That's what I think. Something like that stems out of the occult, doesn't it? It's romantic. Even if I die before it's all said and done, we'll be able to meet again within all, one for all. It's romantic. All might. <coughs> uh, you said that you woke up when there was an explosion, right? You heard. No, I was fine. That's good. All I can tell from what I understand of the situation is that something even I don't understand took place. Was the story about the point of singularity referring to that quirk's point of singularity? Were you the cause of this situation, or was some outside factor to blame? Did anything else happen? After that, there were two people that I couldn't really see. You were really blurry, too. I wonder if it's because you're still relatively new in comparison to the others. I really don't understand it that well. Sorry. I can say that that power is definitely on your side. From now on, let's search for the answers together. I had- okay, before we move on. I had this- I was just thinking. So you know how whenever he goes into- uh, Whenever All Might goes into his buff form- his hair goes into the bunny ears type thing. Yeah. We saw back in that in in this interstitial chapter that we read that was like a tie-in to the movie or whatever back when he was like first uh, becoming a hero or whatever that he manually slicked those things up. So how does that work it, when he buffs up now and it just goes like that it is that is i know you're not supposed to think about it but yeah i was gonna say but i can't help but think about it yeah i suppose anyways i'll do my best ah one more thing she looks like a, she looks a bit a little bit like my predecessor really my mom for example the hairstyle your master was really beautiful. She was. And thus, the shipping continues. Honestly, that'd be one I'm down for. <laughs> I mean, hey, Deku gets an awesome dad. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> You're up training this afternoon. You should probably head out. Yes, sir. And we see Aizawa coming out of the nap room. Which, for Aizawa, is basically every room. I mean, that is a fair point. He just sleeps whenever. I'm going to come watch today, too. Seems like it'll be fun. Fun, fun you say? Well, it looks like you two are getting along well as always. Aizawa uh, you got it all wrong. He was being really pushy, so... Stop acting like you just got caught having an affair, it's weird. 
Shinso-kun, you were with Aizawa-sensei back then too, weren't you? Was I doing Shinso when yeah, he showed up Shinso. once before? Yes. Yeah, okay. okay. And here comes Mr. Shinso, the one who has been here throughout the entire series, and it is only now in this arc going to be relevant somewhat. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. And he smiles, just despite looking like, despite looking like Aizawa, which... Yeah, both of them look like they've never slept. And Aizawa can't smile, so it's weird to see someone who looks like Aizawa smile. Yeah. <laughs> certainly is. Midoriya, hurry and get suited up. A busy day today. And we see some of Class 1A in their new, in, well, some of them have new, new and improved winter outfit modes. And I'd have to say, they're looking much better. Indeed they are. Well, Jiro and Hagakure, Jiro, Hagakure, and Todoroki and Shoji don't look too different. But Momo has a nice little cape. And it looks very nice. And Ojiro, covering up for once. <laughs> Ojiro just kind of Ojiro has exists. a jacket. He it looks a like jacket. a Jon Snow type jacket, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, actually, I think Shoji's might be a little... Outfit might be a little different. Is it? Uh, maybe. I, I mean, can't you really can't really tell. tell. He's standing behind everyone. Mina's is basically the same, but she has, like, a, a, a little, like, scarf, pink scarf on. Yeah, and a coat. And Suyu, I'm not exactly sure how to describe it, but it is different. Uh, I think I see earmuffs or ear protectors. Yeah, the earmuffs, I think that's the main difference. And I just kind of hope they continue with this. With these outfits. I, I know that they're the winter outfits, but they just look so much better. They look very nice. I will give it that. I'm so excited, says Hagakure. Hagakure, aren't you cold? Says Jiro. I'm freezing, she responds. I, I'm just doing this so nobody gets confused. Of course. That's some willpower. These are my winter specs. Aren't they cool? Yells Mina at everyone. Okay, here's the thing. I like Mina. She's cool. I hate her hero outfit. The colors suck. Yeah. It's not too. It's not too much of an issue when you're reading the manga in monochrome, but if you're watching the anime, it's really bad. Yeah, it's quite a bit garish. And Ida looks exactly the same, though he is wearing a giant suit of armor. And. uh... Oh, and Bakugo has a tube scarf now. <laughs> I like the tube scarf look on him. Honestly, yeah, it doesn't look good. And Sato also has not changed, but, you know, he's just wearing a bodysuit. Yeah, I don't... Maybe there's some extra padding underneath, I don't know. Kaminari also doesn't seem to have changed at all. Not too much. Him and Jiro, you think they would... I, I guess the leather jacket's enough for them. Yeah, I guess so. That's Ida, so that's your line. Oh yeah, sorry about that. 
Everyone's costumes have changed a lot since when we started school. Nita, you managed to endure that costume all summer. Impressive. I'm wait, I'm pretty sure they mentioned at some point that he has a cooling system in there. Yeah, for I think his, he does. For his engines. Yeah, I'm fairly confident he has that. Yeah. Engi the engine quirk is like the weird is one of the weirder quirks. Just because yeah. it's not just it's not just you propel yourself, it's you have engines in your legs. Yeah. That run on juice. Yeah, it's like Popeye, but instead of it, instead of a can of spinach, she just like chugs a carton of orange juice. And it's like that it, they never said anything about that in like the main manga, but you look on the wiki and it's like, oh yeah, it's powered by orange juice. And I'm like, what? I'm beginning to think that might have just been someone shit posting, but honestly, I like it that way. Well, no, I've heard it from multiple sources. Well, damn. Also, Deku didn't change his costume, but that's fine. It's a hoodie. Basically. Kachan changed his costume, too. Uh, I got a problem to say to my face, you damn nerd. That suit, does it have cold resistance built into it to protect your body heat? For someone like you who uses sweat glands as their weapon, that makes a lot of sense. I think it's an awesome change. Don't flatter me. And Bakugo is eating Midoriya's speech bubble. That's the visual effects. All these... Yeah, also, okay, it's not just the tube scarf. He's, he also... It's no longer a tank yeah. top. Yeah, it's like a full sleeve. Okay, yeah. it, it looks much cooler, though, I, I will admit. It does to me, too. And the look really comes together when he takes his grenade things off, and it has that little pad, those pads underneath or whatever. Yeah. Tokoyami didn't need to change either, and Uraraka didn't seem to either. Yeah, although I'm sure Takoyami's wearing, like, something thicker under that. Like, Probably. I don't know. No, your suits had the most dramatic change. You even added something new again recently. Oh my god, Ojiro spoke. Holy shit, one of the, like, five times in the entire manga. Honestly. Yeah, it's really been able to increase what I'm able to do. This glove is amazing. It's actually already the second version. Hatsume-san even went as far as to match it to my strength level. Ah, Hatsume, says Uraraka. Then remembers chapter 100, where Deku saw Uraraka's, I mean, Hatsume's boobs, and punches herself in the face and, and yells, Go away! Uraraka! <clears throat> get, get ready for my, for the best voice you'll be hearing from me. My best performance. <clears throat> oi, oi, oi. Quite the relaxed vibe coming from you guys. You wouldn't be underestimating us now, would you? Oh, they made it! We're not underestimating you, we're looking forward to it! Says Kirishima. It's a sh- it's not right, but it's a shame. The wave of momentum is definitely moving to our side now. And it's revealed that it, the one speaking is none other than Monoma the Cuck. What a shocker! 
Now, Class A, today is the day we settle things between us, don't you think? And, uh, yeah. So, this arc is really cool because we finally get to see, like, the other, the other 80% of Class B's quirks. Including a man that looks more like a Pokemon than a human being. And a manga man. Yeah, that's so. And the, and the lolly with tits that everyone draws porn of. Yeah, and mushroom lolly. And, and just literal darkness back there. Oh yeah, I almost miss him. Kendo's not it. Kendo's not in this shot, but uh, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu is the best, the best character from Class One B. Indeed, just objectively. Take a look at this questionnaire. It's from right after the culture festival. Which do you think was better? Class A's concert and Class B's extremely high quality play. Can't you see it? And uh, he's holding up a questionnaire that says, Which was your favorite performance at the culture festival? A or B? With a slight skew towards B. And and a pen. And, well, and just a thing say, saying that it is my research. WON MY TWO WORDS! Are you serious? You didn't see it, so you can't say anything. You have Oh wait, no, that was... Are you serious? You didn't see it, so you can't say anything. You all have been getting all the attention since we started at UA, but that's all starting to change. And today, A versus B, our first ever joint training battle. We're Shut up. And he's now promptly being choked out by Mr. Aizawa. Thankfully. Uh, you do this, fucko. I don't remember many of the Class B characters' names. Like, I remember who they are, but... Uh, anyways. Mr. Vlad King shows up. The teacher of Class 1B. <clears throat> We're going to have a special guest this time. Please don't do anything to embarrass yourselves. A guest? I'll kick his ass! Is it a girl? Surprisingly, not Mineta saying that. Yeah, no. no. Kaminari is, like, bas is basically, like... Mineta what if Mineta, cool. what if Mineta was actually cool? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do our best together. Oh god. And it turns out the special the special guest who's trying to transfer into the hero department is none other than Shinzo Hitoshi from the general department's class C. And he's and he has some new drip on him. A, he he stole a racer heads gimmick, and also has a, a gas mask. Yay, Shinzo! You weren't forgotten. I'd be so evil with that quirk. E even though it's like one of the easiest quirks to, you know, get around. Yeah. I was rereading. Uh, 
the, the, the um, sports festival arc. And I forgot that literally right before Deku goes out to fight Shinso, Ojiro pulls him aside and is like, hey man, I was just talking with him and, when, and he spoke to me and I spoke back. I was pit I I don't remember anything. He probably does something to your brain. Don't talk to him. And Deku talks to him. Seriously? He was literally only able to win by dumb luck. Because he because of one for all or whatever. So no one's gonna talk about this. Talk about what? You're not... It, it doesn't show what, you know? Why the actual fuck is that invisible girl who's practically naked and jiggling her milkers in front of people all the time is in class 1A, but not this best boy? I mean, no one can see... We don't know if she has milkers or not. Yeah, we don't know. She could be look like fucking Shrek for all we know. But yes, Shinso, uh, the son, the basically the son of a racer head. I mean, he, for fuck's sake, he's even like taking his like. He bondage. even got. He's he, has the he's, bondage tape and or whatever. Yeah. It's basically just headcanon at this point. <laughs> Yeah, he's just adopted. Yes. Okay, chapter 195. Hitoshi, and uh, up here, it reminds us what his quirk is. Hitoshi sends Shinso, quirk, brainwashing. Anyone who responds to his questions is forced to obey his every command, but only if he wants it to happen. And I guess the mask is useful, so you don't know if he's talking, but if you know his voice, uh, you, you know. But yeah. chapter 195, Clash, Class A versus Class B. So yes, uh, we're finally, finally learning more about Class B after almost 200 chapters. Yeah, welcome to what happens when you don't completely plan out your, all your story arcs. You know, at, at least it's better than Deku learning to use his legs after 100 chapters. At least. Just, ah, I keep breaking my limbs! Oh wait, what are these other two limbs? Oh. Shinso? Says Ojiro. So that's what he meant when he said, well, yeah. Wait, is that Mr. Aizawa's binding cloth? So I guess the mask isn't original, huh? It's good to have you with us, dude. I, I can't really tell who's, who's supposed to be talking in these ones when it, there's Might no fucking lines. So. But this next line is Aoyama. If you talk to him, you'll be very lost, correct? If you've never seen it before, you're done for. I mean, Arya, he got caught in it, but he was able to cancel it out. Honestly, that was nothing but a fluke. Shinzo's brainwashing was the trigger that caused me to see the vestiges. Talk about a coincidence. Or could it be the writer putting him in this situation right after to 
help me. The answer is God. <laughs> Clearly. God, a.k.a. A.k.a. the editor and writers. A.k.a. Horikoshi Kohei. Yeah. Go ahead and greet everyone. Man, you could do all the naughty stuff you want, says a man. Says a boy in Shinso's backstory. Flashback. I see my middle school class. Yeah, and you'd never be caught. You better not try to control us. Uh huh. Yeah, that must be so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like. It's like, hey man, your quirk's pretty cool. You could do anything to us, so don't do it. Or so else we'll dumb. kick the shit out of you. <laughs> I know I've already encountered many of you at the sports festival, but you won't catch me thinking that we're all buddies now that I've now that we've exchanged those. And we see some more people from class one B. Uh this you know, generic looking anime boy. Uh, a girl with thorns for hair, who's praying. And, uh, she certainly seems familiar, but I don't remember her name. Yeah, she was also she also did something in the sports festival, if I remember that's, correctly. Yeah, that's probably why. And this walking Dragon Ball Z reference. Who's <laughs> got the fattest face I've ever seen in my life? It is He's just like, a circle. He's like a human Goldo. You remember you Goldo? Yeah, man. Who doesn't remember Goldo? He's the best. He showed up once, got his head chopped off, never talked about again. Perfect character, in my opinion. Per I'm not some good-natured person trying to tout a superficial sense of sportsmanship. The fact of the matter is I've gotten a late start, and I've already been left in the dust by hundreds of steps by all of you. By you all. I'm sorry, but I'm desperate. The blessed people would never understand just how lucky they are. To be born with the ideal quirk for the job, and free to be able to achieve their goals. Uh, that was a flashback from the sports festival. I will become a great hero, so that I can use my quirk to help others. All of you here today are obstacles that I must overcome. I have no intention of making friends. That's quite the glare. Things are getting tense. Oh, yeah, I, I almost forgot Tokoyami had arms for a second, since he's always <laughs> wearing the cloak. It's like a look at an early Oki. You think? Yeah. I like this one, says Monomo. And, uh, early Oki is Sero talking about the quote-unquote listless Todoroki from before the sports festival. That's what it says. That's not me explaining it. That's just what it says. Oh, no. That technical difficulties. Pausing here. Alright, folks, we're back. Sorry for that technical hiccup. My co-host uh, had a little bit of an issue with the recording. I ran out of space on my C drive. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. Luckily, I still have over 
1.5 terabytes on mine, so I don't think we'll be running Christ. running out anytime soon. Yeah. Anyways, uh, as we were, we were getting ready to talk about the combat exercises. This time around, it's a battle between Class A versus Class B, and the stage will be this will be this section of training field Y. Oh wait, that's not Y. What that's is some sort of. I think that's. Is that a theta? I don't know. Let's look at. Let's look this up. Yeah, let's. Greek see what it is. alphabet Y. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, that, okay, that, I can't read that. Oh, wait. Neither can I. Wait. Yip, yip, Ypsilon, I think. Uh, is there anything at all? It, epsilon. It's Epsilon. Uh, oh, wait, no, that's Upsilon. Upsilon. That's weird. Okay, whatever. Fuck it, whatever the hell it is. Training field Upsilon. It's, each side will split up into groups of four, and one team from each will battle it out at a time. And it and this training field is modeled after an industrial area. There are very few open spaces, and its notorious features are its poor visibility and footing. You be this one. Four to eight team. Four to a team, eh? Sounds fun. Fun. <laughs> Including Shinso, there's 41 of us. How are they gonna deal with that odd number? I'm guessing that's Eraser explaining. Yeah. Today, Shinso will be participating in two battles. One in Class A side, one in Class B. In other words, out of five matches, two of them will be 5v4. But that means the teams with only four have a clear disadvantage. And integration, so who has no next to no experience into your team of four will likely be an even bigger disadvantage. It's true that the team of five has the numerical advantage, but they'll still have a handicap. The setting for this battle is the heroes move to surround the villain group and capture them. Each team shall perceive the other as the villains. Once either team captures four members of the other, it's their victory. They have been saying that the villains are becoming organized, after all. Nice and simple. I like it. We're supposed to be heroes, and yet to our opponents, we're villains? So which says it? What are we? I think it's fine to consider yourself a hero. I mean, it is a matter of perspective. Remember when you fought yeah. Stain and he saw all the heroes as not heroes? It's just a matter of perspective, Ida. I think he doesn't think about that much. <laughs> I think he... That's... In each team's camp, he installed a, quote, wicked, cute, irredeemable prison. The moment you imprison your opponent in there, they'll be considered captured. Way to up the tension! Uh, th this... <laughs> This is a weird ass. That's just a cage with Nezu's face on it saying, Come on in, and sentenced to 99,999 years of hard labor. 
Busted. Wow, this ruins a labor camp. Who fucking knew? Yeah, he throws the bad children in the in the camps. Indeed. I'm saying this as I have a little vinyl figure of Nezu looking at me and giving and waving at me. Please don't. Please don't kill me, Nezu. <laughs> also, I can't walk out of his shoes without thinking about Tim's. I really can't either. God damn, why? Just why? God damn. The mouse. That means rendering your opponents unable to fight close to your own base would be the most efficient. But that sure won't be easy. Once the other team captures four members of the other, so that's the handicap, eh? Bakugo understands immediately, yet Kaminari is still confused, as to be expected. Yeah, it's Kaminari. I think that's supposed to be, be pronounced yep, though it's spelled yeep. Indeed. Yep. Not only do you have to team up with an inexperienced member, but you're also, even if you're in a team of five, you'll still lose if four of you are captured. So you're saying we have to fight while carrying a dead weight? Is that it, assholes? Oh, I guess that was Bakugo's line. I couldn't tell because it wasn't yelling. <laughs> I'm guessing that's... Yeah, uh, uh, that's probably Kaminari. Yeah. Cut it out, dude! That's such a rude way of saying it. It's fine. It's the truth, after all. You're the one leaving him in the dust in terms of virtuousness. Right then. Time to draw lots. And on, and for team one, on class 1A, we have Suyu, Koda, Kaminari, and Kirishima. I can't really see how this team comp works. Yeah. I don't see synergy, but I don't see anything against it either, I suppose. I mean, maybe Kaminari could just, like, unleash fucking hell with his lightning, and Kirishima could do his, like, unblockable thing. Yeah, unbreakable, I don't know, maybe. But, but how would, like, electricity affect that? Because it's still, like, skin. Yeah. Uh, Koda, maybe he can enhance Sue because she's part frog or something. Maybe, I don't know. But on Team 1B, we have Kusei, Kosei Suburaba, who just looks dead inside. He looks like he's, I don't know, dreaming of candy or something. He's, he's seen some shit. Yeah. Then we have Hideyu Rin, who I'm guessing is Chinese, or at least Chinese-inspired, given the Chinese zombie aesthetic. Yeah, in the long, sort of braided ponytail. Jirata Shishida, who just looks like... Uh, oh, God. He what looks was, like a what, werewolf. Well, I was going to say uh, a specific... Oh, Sabretooth. Sabretooth, yep. Yeah, from X-Men. And then we have Ibara Shiozaki, the girl with the with the thorns for hair. 
and Christ, does that look painful? Pun intended. Yeah, imagine how. It's nice. Imagine having to like style that. How the hell would you do it? Is that styled? I yeah. You can see there's like a couple strands wrapped around her head. Well, if I remember her quirks, she j those are just vines she controls. Oh, okay, that would explain how, then. And for round two, we have Aoyama, Momo, and Tokoyami. Oh, wait, and... And Hagakure. I, I didn't see her there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. That's... This, this team seems like it could work out well. Yeah, this could work. And then we have... Why isn't it telling me the names for these fucks? Okay then. Uh, we have Mon yeah. we have Manga Man, Shadow Man, Kendo, and Mushroom Lolly. Uh, would it be incorrect to call him Black, because he is in the most literal sense of the word? So is Tokoyami. I mean, I guess. I mean, he's a he's a black bird. Yeah. That brings up a whole different issue. Do you like if it's an animal? If it's like an animal, do you judge it based on the fur, or the, or the color? Or well, he well like he has fur, regular fur. Asian skin color. We've seen. Yeah, like, or do you judge it by the underlying skin? I assume the underlying skin. I guess. Uh, on num on round three, we have Ida, Shoji, Ojiro, and. Todoroki. Seems like a good team setup. Alright. Uh, then we have Tetsu Tetsu, black haired anime pro tag, this guy with a thing on his head, and Pony. I remember her name is Pony because she looks like a pony. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> For round four, we have Bakugo, Jiro, Sero, Sero and Seto. Seto. Seems like a good comp, comp to me. Right. That could work. You know, trapping them and then just fucking them over with explosions and punches. Yep. Then we got... I'm not even sure how to describe him. Uh, that's the man who looks more like a Pokemon than a man. Yeah, I guess so. Then we have another black-haired anime boy, but this time he has a bandana on. And... A shield on his chest? Yeah, looks like. Then we have Reptile Girl. Who looks like she's about to murder someone. And Praying Mantis Boy. Oh, is that what that's supposed to be? That's what it looks like to me. Uh, yeah, I cannot tell what the hell that is. I, I'm only guessing that because of the mandibles. I guess. And for last round is Deku Uraka... A fucking Mina. Mina. Why did I forget her name? And Min I don't know. And Mineta. That's a bad team com combo. Yeah, they're just going to spend their time beating the shit out of Mineta. Well, I no, I just mean like there's not much synergy with their quirks and abilities. That too. It's like it's not like Uraraka can do anything to help Suyu's ass. I Su Suyu. Mina. I mean, she might, she might be able to like have no gravity on Mineta's fucking whatever they are, great balls. Well, don't they stick to anything that isn't him? Uh, 
then we have Ghost Girl, Dragon Ball Z reference, Cutter Head, and Monoma. And and everyone here is just like, God damn it, Monoma, you're gonna make us lose. Yeah, they're all just staring at Monoma like, I hate you so much. Alright, Shinsu, go ahead and draw yours. Don't join the teams of each number you pull. And so Shinso is joining Monoma's team in round five and Kirishima's team in round one. Oh boy. Here goes. Looks like Shinso will have a chance to rematch Deku. Yep. I know one of ours said some nasty stuff, but let's try and get along on the same. Pleasure working with you. Give me all the details about your quirk. You've got the face of a popular guy. I bet you're popular with the ladies, yeah? Trust me, I can tell. Thanks for having me. You're good, yes, very good. Let us join forces and give that deplorable Class A a nice thrashing. Don't mind him, he takes things too far. Thanks for having me. Yeah, he does not give a shit. Yeah. Also, at He's... first, at first, I thought it was like the same drawing of Shinso, but no, it's like you can tell because of the hair. Yeah, his hair's ruffled up differently. And the uh, I guess walking a couple feet from. And the uh, his mask thing. There's just like a lot of subtle differences that you can tell that it's not like exactly the same copied. Yeah, they did make a different drawing. Which I wouldn't have, like, blamed them for not. Yeah, I mean, they don't need to make an extra one, why would they? They've got a tight schedule as is. Class B, Team 5. It'll be a rematch for you, huh, Deku? I'm sure we'll get along soon. I don't know what he's trying to say there. And he's yeah. and Monoma is doing the Dio pose, of course he is. Uh, because it's Monoma. Well, they're both obnoxious blondes, so. <laughs> I suppose they do have that in common. Yeah. Those vestiges are still bothering me, but for now. Have you gotten stronger, Shinso? I'm excited to see how you'll come after us. And he pulls out a random notebook to write things down about Shinso. And Araka yeah, sure, sure. rightly says, Where did you pull that out from? What, you never heard of a secret pocket? Fuck off! <laughs> it's called my ass cheeks. Exactly. That's why it's a secret. It's called foreskin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, no, it is not. Okay, God damn it! you fucking, I hate you. Now you're making. Now you're making I me. I thought you heard that before. I swear. No. Now I'm imagining a quirk, where. Oh god. Oh god. Where, that's where, worse. Where the oh. where the quirk is. There's like ultra stretchy foreskin. Oh uh, yeah, and that's the fucking quirk. It's like God. That'd be worse uh. than the fucking shame quirk, where you had to get yeah, naked. Yeah, that is to genuinely worse than shame. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, conceal carry? <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
Sorry, ladies. I'm more of a grower than a shower. <laughs> oh, God! I deserve this! <laughs> okay, well, let's not think about that ever. Moving on! I guess we know what the title of this episode is. NSFW. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> You'll start in your own areas. The time limit's 20 minutes. If you're, uh, I'm, uh, if you're unable to finish that match in the amount of time, the team with more members remaining wins. All Might and Midnight are here. Could they be lovers? No. No, they no. can't. All Might looks way too old, even for her. <laughs> well, I was gonna say All, All Might's gay, but... I don't know, maybe he is. Probably, probably with Dave. Yeah. Even though Dave has a daughter. Eh, there's adoption. Yeah, that's true. Anyways, uh, were you doing Midnight or was I? Uh, you were. So, who do you think will win? Who indeed? Blessed has overcome numerous crises, and they are stronger than a doubt. However, looking at their grades and data, Class B has actually underdone, undergone more growth. Thanks to staying out of trouble, they have been able to steadily hone their strengths. Without further ado, let the first match start! Will it be Class A, who has demonstrated remarkable abilities in times of crisis? Or Class B, who has been steadily raising their level as a whole? I'm looking forward to finding out. And we see Suyu in what I'm assuming is camouflage because of how she's shaded differently, climbing yeah. along a wall. We're both familiar with each other's skills to a certain extent. Let's stay together and try to simply overwhelm them in numbers. Don't you think it would be better for me to split up from everyone else and just fire off some blasts all over the place? So that's her camouflage. If you're aware of it, you can definitely still see her. And that's Shinso thinking to himself. Yeah. Have you thought about what you'll do when, while you're split up? You'll be all alone, you know. You've got a point. Not to mention that Shiozaki is real trouble. She's got serious range, and I lost to her. Ideally, we should start by neutralizing the most troublesome quirks. Kaminari was destroyed by Shiozaki in the sports festival. I don't think you needed to add that. I think we could get that from yeah. the context of him saying, I lost to her. Yeah, ah, whatever. And this is where the beginning of the Kaminari Shinso shipping begins. Just Shinso's snark remarks. But that, but that's basically the same thing that Jiro does. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, he's he's basically a bit more pessimistic than her. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's about it. Hey, you know your stuff, Shinso. Everyone understands something as simple as that. Huh? Just like we're all thinking, we have to do something about Ibarra. That—that's still see you. Oh yeah. 
The other team's probably thinking, we have to do something about Kaminari. God, I love it whenever they don't put any detail into the facial expressions. It looks really funny. Especially if it's a close-up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's Kirishima. Not to mention Suso, who may lack experience, but his quirk is plenty strong. I'm counting on you guys here. We need to create a situation where you two can really go wild. I really appreciate that that Horkoshi is now like drawing little faces of whoever's talking next to the speech bubbles. That's very yeah. helpful. It is very much helpful. Coo coo. Thank you very much. Coda talking to the birds that come down. Kaminari, go. I mean, I mean, Kirishima. Yeah. Hey, they're all, they're back already. Did you find her? I found she, she was hacking to our left, and she's alone. She's heading this way while probing over a wide range of their vines. I can't, really can't get behind the idea of ganging up on a girl, but... Oh, please, that girl could beat your ass. She did, I'm pretty sure. No, that was, that was coming out. Oh yeah, that were one. But I mean, it's not like he has any ranged attacks, and it's like, oh, you're hard. What will, whatever will you do against my vines grabbing you? Yeah. And fucking Sabretooth appears out of nowhere, roaring rage, and grabs Suyu and and Kirishima. I remember. It's having them both on the same team is making me confused. Yeah, fair enough. What? Kirishima! Sue! We'd already taken into account that we'd be located by Sir Koda's searching ability. Of course, we also knew that you'd be the most wary of Lady Shiozaki, so we used her as a decoy, allowing me to crawl up close. There's a strong possibility that if we left him to his devices, Sir Kaminari could run away with the match. Therefore, we brazenly invaded your territory first. I've got quite a sensitive nose, you see. Jirota Shishida. Quirk, beast. He can transform into a beast, drastically augmenting his physique, muscle strength, hearing, sense of smell, and vision. However, while he's transformed, he also gets an overwhelming high. Oh, wait, no. Se uh, less saber tooth, more beast. Yeah. I mean, literally, be literally the beast from X Men. Quite literally. Hopefully, it doesn't bring up the goddamn. Uh, yeah, but and then if you and then if you look up saber tooth, men. Mm, actually, mm, looks more like a like a mix. Yeah. Because he definitely looks like he'd be more blonde than blue. But, like, I'm pretty sure that the inspiration was literally Beast, given how he, like, is wearing the glasses and everything. You won't be able to discharge any electricity when you're surrounded by your teammates, Denki Kaminari. And this guy's 
I don't know what the fuck he's doing. You do him. Something new there, clearly. Check out my new special move after developing my quirk. He's like... Air prison. He's like breathing into a windpipe or something. And, like and sending out cubes of air. And it... Ugh. And it envelops Coda. I believe that's still him explaining his quirk. That's a solitary confinement cell, completely impervious to sound. Well, Coda's useless. Alright, kick their asses. She should, uh... You got it! Just leave it to me! Nice work, dude! Huh? What just happened? Talking with my voice? That mask. And it seems that Mr. Beast is hypnotized by Shinso somehow. Oh my god. Artificial vocal cords. Persona code. Ooh, that's what that does. Okay. So, this is... So, obviously, I knew what it di did because I read this already. Yeah. But, like... This is a really cool addition and something that makes it way m that makes Shinso a million times more viable. Absolutely. Especially if he's like sneaking around and is able to throw his voice. Mm -hmm. It's so it's like such a simple thing that like completely like it still doesn't completely, you know, if your enemies on guard, they just won't fucking speak. But yeah. They should have put Shinso in the solitary confinement cube. Yeah. That's the good thing that far ahead, though. Yeah. I. Oh no, I. I don't like this comment. Fucking hate that. <laughs> When they're explaining people's quirks, they always list the power followed by a negative slash downside. But the, with the beast dude, apparently his downside is that he gets really high while transformed. That sounds great, lol. His quirk is yeah, basically Yeah, but not free. tactically. Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh god, imagine, imagine you're just a fucking... Uh, imagine your quirk is just... Is just like, you, you send out pheromones that are basically weed. Dude, you could get so much money doing that. Yeah, I was gonna say I have no complaints. <laughs> I was going. Dude, but the old, but the downside is it doesn't work on yourself. I will fucking take that. I'll have enough money to buy as much weed as I goddamn want. <laughs> uh, I think for the first episode we should leave the chapter here. But I, I figured. We couldn't just do reading chapters. And I know we only read, like, two chapters, or three, or whatever. But I have a little thing that I want to complete over the course of this. We're going to have to finish some arcs before we even are able to do some parts of it. But today, we want I want to start with the... My, all my Hero Academia characters, plus Vigilantes, which we won't even be able to touch on those characters for a long time if we even decide to read Vigilantes. 270 plus characters, tier list maker. 
and I figured, why not start with class 1A? You know, we talk a little bit about the character and, you know, place them in the tier list. Uh, what do you think? Okay. Alright, so, first up, we have Yuga Aoyama. I I like Aoyama a lot, especially especially after you know the past few arcs. He's definitely gotten more evolution. Talk talking with Deku and stuff. He's very funny. What do you think? Uh, we're going by quirk or character. Uh, just oh, just, o- just overall. What what do we think of him? I. I'd say his quirk would probably be C, but his character makes him up to a B, in my opinion. Yeah, I would have put him in B or A, but, you know, high B tier sounds like a good yeah, idea. Uh, high B. You know, maybe if they do more with him later on, but, you know. Second up, we have Hantasero, the, the tape man. He doesn't really. Uh, he doesn't really do much. He's there, I guess. He's basically just like a less common a commonari with less personality. Yeah. So I'd I'm put him in like C. See, like he's not yeah. a bad character, but like he's not bad, but he doesn't do yeah. anything really. Yeah. So I, I I'm gonna I say we put him in C. Next up. Mezo Shoji. Uh, Shoji's quirk is really cool, and I really wish we got to see more of it throughout the series. Because there's, like, so many things you can do with it. Absolutely. But it's like, uh, he, he's like, you know, he's, like, a lot of these Class 1A characters, he's off in the background. He, he barely gets a focus, even in, like, you know, the sports festival and stuff like that. And, like, the sports festival and other stuff like that is, like, I is like where you where these side characters really get to shine more than, you know, the main ones that they're fo- then they focus on. But, you know, he doesn't really seem to take advantage of that all too much. So I'd say uh, Shoji, mm, you know, personality and stuff, because we don't really know him all that well, I'd say that's a C, but because of his quirk, I want to put it, bump him up to B, like low B. Yeah, I'd say a low B. And Momo Yayorozu, the mom of Class 1A. Of course. She's fun. She's, like, she's always there with the antics of of like the main troublemakers and Ida cuz her and Ida are like the parents like I, I i always think of like their disguises when they went to try and rescue Bakugo yeah and and she's you know she just tries to be nice and her quirk is just like fucking overpowered really if you think about it yes it's like uh, god she really I would say B or A. Uh, I'd put her in mid to high B tier. Uh, a little bit below Aoyama for me, though. Yeah, that's fair. 
Toru has nothing. Literally. Toru has quite literally nothing. L like, we know nothing about her personality, basically. She's just there in the background. She doesn't have anything cool she ever does. She might as well be a non-character, just to fill a slot in Class 1A. Todoroki. Uh, obviously, Todoroki has a lot of significance to the plot of my hero being the, the son of Endeavor and all. And, you know, his backstory... You know, I I like I like his backstory. You know, I like his motivations. Uh, Personality-wise, uh, you don't really see, he not a lot really shines through most of the time. But he is he does you know have a lot of fun when when he's uh bouncing off of Bakugo. You know, just like giving like sly snarky remarks without like giving any expressions whatsoever like whether he's doing it intentionally or not it's just fun to see him talk with bakugo so uh and obviously his quirk is like crazy so i would be say he's the first one i would put in a tier Kotsky bakugo there's a lot about to be said about bakugo he's pretty like early on you see bakugo as like nothing more than you know just bully you know telling deku to kill himself and like oh why is why is he like that i thought they i thought they were friends is he just being a dick but you know later on you know during the the first training that they have he's like oh deku were you were you hiding this power from me and then you know i i really like it especially later on how we like uh there's not it's not really a spoil uh, i'm not i'm just gonna say this uh it's not a spoiler really it's just there's one moment where uh bakugo is like says says something and then he's like no, I mean, before I tell you, Deku, there's someone else I want to tell. And he's thinking of a person. And, like, the only person I can think of is Best Genist, who he was working oh, yeah. under Best in, during, the, during the Stain arc. And, and, you know, that makes me wonder, like, he seems to, like, he, like, he pretends to not, like, like Best Genist or whatever, but the way he acts like in talking about uh, talking about his time with him and like even that line like i want to tell him before i tell anyone else even if it's not directly said i think that shows a lot that bakugo is willing to you know learn it certainly shows growth es especially after the second fight with deku where where he all his insecurities really come out and we see that you know he believes that he basically destroyed all might and was jealous of of, of deku because he figured out you know the whole thing with one for all i'd say i put him a, a little bit above totoro uh, yeah me. honestly I, that's fair i'd put him in a too you know he, you know, he might go in S Maybe. later on, if if he like gets some more stuff. 
some more development, but for now, I'd say you put him in high A. Cero. He's alright. Uh, I'd uh, say a C. He's in a very I'd similar I'd say I'd say uh, B minus yeah. C plus. You know, he, he it's like he it's like I'm very interested in him. Uh he's he has a very, you know, not the most unique quirk or ability from media, but it's like it's fun, you know. He obviously, you know, he likes he likes, you know, being friends with everyone. He likes cooking for his classmates and stuff. And, you know, he's just a friendly guy. Uh, I'd say, you know, if we saw a little bit more of him, I'd want to put him in, like, B, right next to Sh uh, Shoji. But uh, I think, like, B minus C plus like high, C high C is more appropriate yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, see you. Uh, I don't feel like there's enough stuff about her, really. I don't. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, she she seems she seems to be like a bit like overloved by a lot of people I because mean, of her like. I can see design. why people like her. I really can. Yeah, it, it is it is a it is a very good design. She has some cute mannerisms. Uh, I want to say B tier, or maybe a high C. I would put her, like, below Momo yeah. for now. Like, you know, she's, she's good friends with Uraraka. We, we do get a little bit of development where, you know, she she feels bad for letting everyone go. Um, save Bakugo, even though they weren't yeah. supposed to. And... And how she just wants to be friends with everyone. Uh, you know. I, I liked, uh, even though she didn't really do much, her having her in the in the Chisaki arc was, was nice. Just to, sh just to show, like, hey, you know, she's doing something. But I'd get, take that down more to popularity than anything yeah. else. Because, That's like, Uraraka was more of the focus of, of that. Tokoyami. Uh, okay. There isn't a lot to talk about yeah. with Tokoyami. He's, f but he's a fun character. He's he's just like this. Ed he's this edge lord, who's great. Who's like, he's, he's just this dorky edge lord, oh, yeah. who has a who has a stand inside of him. And it's I like, mean, uh, yeah, it's edgy and it's it doesn't like, take uh, itself too seriously. It's a good it's a good character. Yeah, I'd give it a. Yeah, I'd say around around yeah, a little, little, little bit yeah, below Ayama. If we if we knew if we knew a little bit more about him, I might have like bumped him up to like above Aoyama, but for now we're just gonna put him right here in B. Jiro, A A tier, A character, best <laughs> waifu. I won't I won't disagree on that, but still. Actually, no, another thing about it, some of the more recent ones we've we've read up to where we are now. Yeah, I'd say it deserves an A. Yeah, like I I really enjoy the Culture Festival arc. Not even not even just like because of like how it's a, how it's basically the epilogue to the Chisaki arc, which is also really good and, you know, all the stuff with Eri. But just like 
showing like Jiro, but just as a chance for Jiro to to show her to show herself oh, is like yeah, it, it's 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 real cool, you know, you know she chose to be here over a musician, and it it's just you know she's a cool. It's a character. very nice character, yes. Yeah, she's just she pursuing what she loves, but also realize that you know her hobbies, you know, can can make people happy, and yeah, that's a good me- message. Kaminari, uh, I wish uh, I'd want to put. I would want to put Kaminari in A tier, but but I'm afraid there's not. Yeah, a, yeah there's not enough. Him. He's very good comic relief. He's fun when he's around. His dynamic with I'd say he's a little bit nice, but... but overall, there's just not enough of him to really bump him up. His dynamic with Bakugo as well, like him, Bakugo, and Kirishima, I really love. Uh, just you know, the two the two bros just fuck it, just palling around yeah. with Bakugo and Bakugo being a, a sundry <laughs> bitch ass to them. So I'd put him. I don't know if I want to put him above Aoyama. I put him Mm, there. Yeah, that seems fine. On the same level as uh, fucking for a burn over here. Yeah, as Tokoyami. Uraka. She's a very interesting character. I used to not like Uraka. Yeah, neither did I, but since there's a lot more character development... I don't know. Not only that, I feel like I really like the fact that she's just like, yeah, she still like does stuff in relation to Deku. She has her own, but she's she's doing yeah, she's doing her own stuff. Like, I mean, during the Chisaki arc, uh, like I briefly briefly mentioned with Suyu. She basically, you know, is just like on her on her own mission, and while we don't see much of it, it's like she's ve- she's a very important plays a very important role in allowing Deku to do it. Well, not in allowing Deku to save Eri, while also not you know coming off as also not it coming off as like oh i have to i have to save deku it's more just like oh this is what the mission is yeah we're entails. saving airy and deku Let's has airy yeah bas- basically we need yeah. to help the team uh i like her a lot more than suyu and uh Mary. yeah and that's fair maybe maybe a little bit more than uh... Kamari. uh i don't really like her i don't i really honestly don't like her like okay is is, i'm fine with her having like a crush on deku or whatever but like i hope it's kind of the eh, expected outcome deku doesn't really need anything i think he works better with her as like i don't think either of them really need that to function with their stories yeah uh, you know, I do enjoy, uh, I, I don't enjoy her, her, like, comedic bits of, like, oh, she's, she's poor, and, and she's, and she likes, and she's 
it's like it's not brought up a lot but it's like uh when they were like first going into the dorm she's like wow this place is so huge and just kept fainting over yeah her. i feel like but, a like, different uh, character might suit that better she really doesn't i don't know i don't really know if it fits her character that well so, some of her some of her uh a lot of her uh, reaction faces are very well that's nice. just kind of a general thing but she does have a lot of them yes um, I'd put her I'd maybe high, 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 yeah. high B tier. Uh, you know, I, th I think I like her a little bit more. Yeah. Than okay, that's fair. Like Ayama is good. good, but like but yeah, I see what you mean. But it's like he doesn't have nearly enough screen yeah, I mean, time. And she has has one of the main characters. more things related, basically. Kirishima, love boy. Kirishima. Best boy, actually. Uh, you know, I d I didn't r I didn't really think much of Kirishima. You know, I just thought he was like, oh yeah, he's one of the fun dude bros with with Kaminari. But then again, the Chisaki. That, yeah, then Chisaki happened. happened, and he got uh, super flushed out. And it, it and it's like it's it's like uh it's like Chisaki. The Chisaki arc is like where some of my favorite is just like it's my favorite arc in so all far of my it is hero. For me too, and it's yeah. like it shows like and it's like it's just showing so many like great care it showed so many great character building moments. It had something for basically every single character to do that was important in some way, if not for the whole operation, but at least for their character building and None of that is shown better than with Absolutely, Kirishima. yes. He got in, in basically his whole you story know, in that arc. Yeah, where he overcomes, where he overcomes his fear. He he overcomes his fear of you know just getting hurt basically because he doesn't no, he doesn't want to yeah, die. No Nobody wants to die, but he but he wants to be a hero and you know he and he can't let them die here or else. Or else those guys are gonna go on and fuck up everything else. It fuck up everyone, everyone else. Yes. So he needs, so he needs to jump in to give Fat Gum that little bit of time to to release his power, and, and he does that. So I'd say he goes above Todoroki. Really? Hmm. No, I'd say he's the yeah, top of Yeah, honestly, I give that to him. Like, mm, I'm kind of debating on putting him in S tier a, a little bit. Uh, honestly. Maybe. I'd say, I don't know, low S, high A. Let's keep him in A for now. I want A to be for, the, like, this really special characters. You know you know which ones I'm talking, which one specifically course, I'm talking yeah. about. Coda. Same problem as Tori. Yeah. He really has the same problem. I also really don't like his Neither design. Do I don't get why he has that design. Mina. She's very fun. I like how her backstory ties in with Kirishima and how she basically inspired him to become the better hero that he is today. And she's just very fun, you know, very bombastic. I'd say I'd put her 
on the same level as Kamen Yeah, Rider that's fair. I'd say tying her in with Kirishima makes her a little bit higher yeah, than him for me. I'd say so. Ida. Yes. <laughs> do you have what do you have to what do you have to say about uh him? i like his character i like his design i like how he actually uses his ability in ways that makes sense um that all said he doesn't show a lot of different aspects of his personality he's very much rules yeah. rules and eh, I don't know. It seems like he only has that to showcase a lot of the time. There's moments where he cracks, there's moments where he does show more, but there's not enough of them. Like, he's very serious and most during most times we see him, even if it's like in a goofy moment, he is usually the, the straight man. To like, so, to he's like, usually the, go he's just a straight man in general. Uh, uh, I enjoy, I enjoy his loyalty to his friends, and the entire stain arc was very interesting, uh, showing that you know, even him with his, I do like the stain arc that shows, hey, even though he follows the rules, um, he's still a kid. Emotions still get the better of him and fuck him over. I put him. I I can't. I can't right. tell if I would put him right above or below Kaminari. I'd say, uh, I'd put him. If I could, I'd put them like. I'd yeah, them I feel like them. they really fill the same space in this. It's like comment comment. Ida is the Kaminari to Dexter exactly. Bakugo. Also, he he just he should do an orange juice commercial once he. I guarantee he will. I can. Just, just mm, yummy. Yeah, and like juice. the most it flat expression ever. Yeah. He yeah, no it it just be like a a villain running by and he's, and he's like, darn, I'm not fast enough. But thanks to Sunny yeah, it'd, D's, it'd be like Popeye, a- except with exactly with orange juice. But thanks to Sunny I D, have orange the power juice. to keep going. <laughs> yeah, just cracks one open, like like opens his like his costume. There's a fridge <laughs> in there with full of Sunny yeah, <laughs> like something very obviously like stapled onto the back of it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I also, I also, you know, okay. he's just like he's good. He's just a bit too serious. He's and, too serious, like, too much. There's not time. like it. Yeah, I I wish there was a bit more moments where he was just like he where he loosened up and had it and just is just yeah. having fun with his friends. Oh, oh, yeah, same, same problem, problem as, as the others these. do. Just nothing at all. Like he just he talks well, sometimes. He has lines. That's about all he has. Like I couldn't tell you what his personality. Yeah, the is. lines themselves are very generic. 
like at least with Coda, I can I can tell you that oh he's a shy yeah he's boy. a shy he's shy he likes animals he likes hanging out in the wilderness. Toru is Toru's a girl. A, yeah, and got a bit of a bubbly personality, there. even if it's not shown terribly much. Fun to be around. She she's ba- she's basically a less interesting Mina. Eh, I'd say she's a bit different than Mina. But yeah, I certainly see Maybe. where you're coming from on that. Oh boy, and I obviously saved the most popular characters. Minetta. Minetta, Mr. Grape Juice uh, himself. Honestly, while some of the perv jokes are not the greatest, I, app- uh, I appreciate I do a- when they do wholehearted yeah. stuff with him, like his fight versus Midnight yeah, in the. I'd put him right there, yeah. Right in middle seats here. Yeah, like like the perv jokes get annoying and I wish they and I wish they'd just like do actually more with him. But it's like I I like him more than more Yeah, than he Sarah. has more than Sarah. And so I saved Deku here for last. He's obviously yeah, the so main he has character. The stuff and to him. Throughout and throughout my time reading slash watching My Hero Academia, my thoughts on him have drastically changed. I, you, I, much like Uraraka, I used to hate completely. Hate I didn't particularly Deku, like him but, either when it first started out, but it's, he's grown. But on, but like, I, it's a, it's sad that it took so long for me to like him because like um after you know there's like the stuff in like the stain fight but that was much more about Ida and this in his relationship with Todoroki that was much more uh that was just like a generic like nothing not thing like Naruto would do talking to Jutsu and so it's like I couldn't really gauge much from that but from like uh you know his his nerdiness is like now no longer like a crippling thing it's just like one it's it's no longer great it's now just part of his personality rather than his whole personality and i appreciate how much he's grown and realized like what being a hero means especially Especially after the Chisaki arc, and, and having to deal with, with the all loss of, that, you know, the loss of, of Mirio's and, quirk, and like seeing yeah. that, yeah, and like even though he only knew Night Eye for like a few it, weeks, it, it's clear he, he very much he had took him impact. on as his as his mentor. He was like, he's like, you're the one because he was like, you know what, you're the one. That all might yeah, I don't like it, but Fine. he chose you, so I'm gonna at least give you a chance. And he he basically treated, you know, he didn't treat him the same way, exact way he treated Muriel, because he basically, because uh, Night Eye treated Muriel he like really a son, did. basically. And that, and, yeah. I mean, and but we're and we're not talking about that right now, but it's ju- it just goes to show that like. While he didn't treat Deku like a son or anything, he he very much helped him a lot with that. Absolutely. And 
and and realizing like oh mirio sacrificed his quirk i and he was the one who should have inherited one for all what if i give it yeah that was something him? i made up made a and point if, of as we were actually reading like that i made a point that'd be a really interesting plot bit though i don't know if they'll do it and they actually did for a did up for a hot minute yeah it it's very and, it, and it's like obviously muriel re- rejects him because he'd rather be in a world where everyone except him is happy than a world where where he's happy but other of course, people aren't because that's just muriel because he's just the ray of sunshine and in the, the most purest boy in all best the boy ah, fuck, apart from kirishima and and so I'd say, uh, espe- and especially after the gentle fight, how it's shown that now he no longer wants to become a hero be- just because he wants to be like All Might, but because he genuinely wants, he just wants Eri. He wants to be just happy people in general because be he happy. feels because he wants yeah, to save her. Eri specifically but, yeah. in that and, case, and in this, but yeah, yeah. I'd say... I'd put, I'd put him, him just below Kirishima. Just barely. Just below Kirishima. Yeah, yeah I, I like him a bit more than Bakugo. Uh, but, you know... It, it's it's funny, because, like, ye- years ago... I would, I would have been like, he's a bitch baby and he doesn't deserve anything. But, but no, he he really does. Especially, like, re-watching it... Uh, you know, rewatching that uh the old scene of like of All Might being like, you too can be Absolutely. hero. It's like it's like I, I was a bit harsh on that. It's like, oh you're oh you're crying, but it's like no, it, it's understandable. It's like that's what he's wanted for his whole life and he was Absolutely. always told no. And even earlier that day, his idol told him he couldn't. And now he's getting in like a chance. But yeah, that's our ranking of class 1A characters. We shall continue to expand upon this throughout the time on this podcast. But uh, signing off, you can find us on YouTube at this channel right here. I don't think I'm going to be putting this anywhere else because I don't have access to an RSS feed. So, cut.